Hello and welcome back to The Daily Royal, a podcast covering the daily events of all the European royal families. Today, we'll be talking about the events from Easter weekend 2020. We're going to start with the British royal family um, starting Friday. So this event happened on Thursday but was not made public until Friday. Um, the Countess of Wessex visited the Hope Hub in Surrey, uh, which is where she and Prince Edward uh, have their primary residence, Bagshot Park. And so during her visit, um, she met staff and volunteers. Um, but her primary objective of the visit was to help pack emergency food parcels for vulnerable people who are in temporary accommodations um, during the crisis, but otherwise are homeless. Um, so that was Friday. And then on Saturday, it was a very busy day. Um, so it started out by Saturday, Queen Elizabeth released an Easter message um, and this is the first time she has ever done so, but because the spirit of Easter is light overcoming darkness, the queen felt it was appropriate to do so. Um, so the spirit of the message was all about the dark time we are living in now and the hope and belief that we will overcome it. Um, it was a great message, and I'm really glad she did that. Um, it was a huge surprise, so that was really, really um, great. And then, also on Saturday, the Duchess of Cornwall released a um, curated reading list of nine books um, that she recommends reading during this time of isolation. Um, and so some of the titles include A Tale of Two Cities by Charles Dickens, um, and, as well as Travels on My Elephant, which is actually... Um, which was actually written by her brother, um, her late brother, Mark Shand. And then finally, on Saturday, uh, a letter that the Duke of Cambridge wrote to the moderator of the Church of Scotland was released. Um, so William was appointed Lord High Commissioner to the General Assembly of the Church of Scotland, um, which was due to happen this summer, but has been cancelled because everything's been cancelled. Um, and so in his letter, he sent support to the church and commended them for their ability to adapt to a digital approach for um, services and community during Easter, as well as uh, during this time of isolation. Um, so that is all of Saturday's events. And then today, Sunday, um, this was... There was an announcement made um, that was a bit unexpected given that today is Easter Sunday, but it was announced that the Duke of Cambridge ha is the first royal patron of the National Emergency Trust, which launched last year. Um, and so the National Emergency Trust, um, we've t I've talked about this once before in the podcast, um, but it is a organization that was created... <laughs> Um, so that the British people can help other people in the United Kingdom in times of tragedy. Um, and so 
uh, William launched the coronavirus campaign um, to raise funds for helping agencies and people who are um, affected by coronavirus. Um, and so today it was announced that he would be the patron. Um, and part of that announcement was a um, video of William having a video call with a farm that is based in Wales that received support from the fund to keep their local farm going. Um, so that is really, really cool. Um, and that is what we have for the British royal family. It was a lot. Um, they had a very busy weekend, so thanks to all of that. Um, and then let's go ahead and move on to Belgium. On Friday, uh, King Philippe had a Skype call with residents and staff of a local residential facility that houses adults with mental disabilities. Um, so again, more just Belgian royal families, um, support of organizations that are doing uh, the work right now and supporting the residents of places that have them in isolation um, and who are lonely. Um, so way to go there. And then um, Queen Mathilde had a phone call with Family Help, uh, which is an organization that helps families through difficult times. Um, and so according to the organization, Mathilde spent a good amount of time talking with the with uh, two family counselors who said that this was a special experience that will re remain with them for the rest of their lives. Um, and I think, you know, that is the whole point of the royal family. Like, uplift, encourage, support the people of your country, um, support the organizations in your country, like, do good. Um, I think that's just, you know, that's the end-all be-all, and I think that's what these phone calls demonstrate. Um, so props to the Belgian royal family. Um, and then on Saturday and Sunday, they release, they released nothing. They didn't have any events or anything that they publicized. Um, so now we are going to move on to Denmark. Denmark on, um, I saw this on Friday, but it happened Wednesday. Um, still learning which social media accounts to follow. Um, so on Wednesday, Crown Princess Mary, uh, sent a message to the Mary Foundation, of which she is president, um, uh, where she talked about the challenges of coronavirus and the sadness she feels about the loss of, um, certain traditions and things during the Easter holiday. Um, and then at the end of the message, she shared a photo that I had never seen before, um, from Easter 2013 of, um, 
Crown Prince Frederick and his entire family with Queen Margrethe and Prince Henrik. Um, so that was a really cool picture to see. And then we got no new updates on Saturday or on Saturday or Sunday. So let's move on to the Dutch royal family. Netherlands on Friday, Princess Ariane, who is the youngest child of King Willem Alexander and Queen Maxima, turned 13 years old. How is that possible? Um, the royal household released a picture to celebrate the occasion. I've seen the picture. It was not a new release um, because you can't really get your picture taken right now. Um, so Ariane was born Ariane Wilhelmina Maxima Inez. Um, and her godparents include the hereditary Grand Duke of Luxembourg, um, as well as her maternal aunt, Inez, who she shares one of her names with. Um, and then there was nothing new on Saturday or Sunday. Um, so that is it for the Dutch royal family. And now we're going to move on. Um, actually, we're going to move right on to Spain because there was nothing new in Norway this weekend. On Friday, uh, King Felipe and Queen Letizia held um, te a telephone call with a Spanish hospital. Um, on Friday, they spoke with the Marquis de Val Valdicia University Hospital in Santander. Um, this is going to be a theme through the weekend of them speaking to hospitals, just so you know. Um, and then Separately, King Felipe spoke with representatives from the Civil Guard and Spain's National Police Force. Um, and so these are organizations that are um, really in charge with keeping the Spanish people safe um, and making sure they're staying in ho at home um, because they are enforcing the um, extremely strict stay-at-home order that Spain is in. And then Felipe also had a telephone call with the King of Morocco, Mohammed VI, to discuss the coronavirus uh, situation just generally and talk about international solidarity during this time. Um, and that brings us to Saturday, where we continued the phone calls to Spanish hospitals from Felipe and Letizia. Um, they reached out to two hospitals in um, Galicia. Uh, the University Hospital of A Coruña and Alvaro Concorio Hospital of Vigo. Um, and then Felipe reached out to local 
um, services that are deemed essential. So he spoke with the president of the Professional Association of Private Security Service Companies, as well as the presidents of the Transport and Logistic Council, as well as the National Land Transportation Council. Um, so those two services, private security um, and transport and logistics, are considered essential um, and have um, are still working during this really strict stay-at-home order. Um, so he was talking to them about their situation. Um, and then today, Easter Sunday, uh, Felipe and Letizia actually had conversations with three hospitals in uh, autonomous regions throughout Spain. Um, so they spoke with representatives from General Hospital of Ciudad Real, Clinic Hospital from the University of Salamanca, and the Hospital del Mar in Barcelona. Um, and that is what they were doing over the weekend. Um, and now we're going to move on to Sweden. So on Friday, there was nothing new from the Swedish royal house, um, and on Saturday, they released what is now my most favorite video in the world, um, and it was a video excerpt, essentially, excerpt of their, the whole family's digital Easter celebration. Um, so obviously people cannot come together, um, and so the whole Swedish royal family was on a group FaceTime or Zoom call. I don't know what app they were using, um, but it was King Carl Gustav, Queen Sylvia, Crown Princess Victoria and her family, Prince Carl Philip and his family, as well as Princess Madeline and her family, and they live in Florida. Um, and so I just think it was really cute. I think it was really awesome that they shared um, how they were spending their Easter together as a family, even though one, they're miles apart, but also we're obviously <laughs> people aren't spending time together. Um, so I just thought that was a really great way to show that they are staying home and safe um, for Easter and the way that they were adjusting to that. Um, and also, I mean, all of the Swedish royal children are just adorable. Um, and so it's my new favorite thing. Um, and then that evening, uh, so Saturday evening, Crown Princess Victoria participated in the Easter Eve program for Swedish television, which is SVT, uh, is the channel name, um, and it was a, an event called An Evening Together, um, and it was a time for fundraising, um, and the funds were collected to help organizations who are leading the charge in um, responses to COVID-19, um, and so she had a very brief um, little speech that she gave from her home. Um, which she ended by saying, let's take care of each other. We are in this together and we will get through that, through it together. Um, so just a really nice event there that, uh, Swedish television held, um, for fundraising. Um, just a really cool glimpse from the Swedish royal family. This is like my favorite thing that they have done 
um, in a long time. So it was really great to see all that. And then today, Easter Sunday, there was nothing new um, because they had sent everything yesterday. Um, and that is it for today's podcast. It was a lighter episode than I thought it would be, uh, given that it was Easter. I expected to see um, something like special from kind of each of the royal households and we got it from some but not everyone um, which bummed me out a little bit but that's okay um weird times maybe the moment isn't right I don't know I try not to read too much into it um and so that is it for today's episode I will be back tomorrow with a rundown of all the events um I will talk to you all then thanks for listening I hope you all are well and I will talk to you all on Tuesday bye